Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. them to be happy, but we're 
modeling anger. So you see, even see a little kid make their face like their parent and make their face angry, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we we need anger management. We need anger management. So so Ron, you know, as a dad, how do you express anger differently now that you have children versus how you express anger before you were married with children? Oh man, it's it's the difference is like day and night. um, When you start the journey of becoming a parent, it places you in a position where you no longer are thinking about self. You have to think on a bigger and broader perspective because now everything you do from what you think to your actions to how you feel is, is, is predicated on the growth and the ability of that child to, to to be parented and to to be guided into your life the correct way. So everything you do, you're you're always thinking in the back of your mind, how does this affect my children if your mindset is that way? You know, like yeah. we know that there's an understanding that's called feelings, thinking and actions. You know, what moves men? So you think about yeah. what you feel, what you feel affects what you think and do. You know, what you think what you feel affects your thinking and your perceptions. And what you do, what you think affects what you do, your actions. So you can't yeah. think the same way you used to. Yeah. You have to open up a whole new manual on the way you yeah. think. Your feelings, yeah. you can't carry your feelings where they're seen, yeah. you know, in the open. Because your children are watching this. You know, yeah. your, your thinking and your perceptions have to have clarity now. You can't just yeah. think of something for and then act on it. You got to sit back and think about, you know, the A, the B, the C, you know, all those parts of this. Does this make sense? Number one, what is what right. is the end goal of the thought I have? You know, one of the things like I, I was saying to you earlier today is that, you know, one of the things that has to abound in us as men after we begin to operate in the area of parents is everything we do should be empowering. And it should be inspired yeah. and inspirational. It should be motivational. Yeah. And all of that yeah. should come from a position of loving. So yeah. in order for that love to be the, the predicate for the foundation of everything we do as a father, all that way we thought beforehand has to go out the window. And a whole yeah. new rules has to come in the place of it now. You know, yeah. because we have yeah. to be looking at, you know, you know, what are the things we're thinking about when our children, you know, your children watch you, even as babies. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's amazing how your children will mimic you. You know, I'm gonna give you a quick story. I remember when my my grandson, I think he was maybe five or six at the time, maybe a little bit early, maybe seven. But I never forget. I was sitting in my living room, and I was, and you know, I'm an avid reader. You know, I love my reading, man. And I yeah. was reading. And I felt this movement beside me, and I looked to my left. My grandson was sitting there next to me watching me. He wasn't <laughs> saying a word. He was just... And I said, okay. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to have to start talking to him about what's in this book in a second. So let me start getting my thought process of how to break this down for one so young of an age so he may be able to comprehend. Because I knew he was deep. So I knew whatever yeah. I said, he was going to ask one of the questions that going to make you think before you answer so right. when I went back to the book, I thought down he had gotten off the couch. I felt the moving on the couch again. He's sitting back. Guess what he was doing? He had gone in his room and gotten one of his books, and he was now sitting next to me with his leg crossed, just like mine, reading his book. Right. I just sat there. I just sat there for a minute to take this yes. in, to comprehend what I was saying. And what did yes. it say to me that the impact that we the image that we produce to our children has a far yeah. greater impact than we could ever, ever, ever think. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. think our words are the most impact, but it is what we project to them image-wise that has yeah. a greater impact on them. Exactly. You know, so that, exactly. makes have, that makes you have to look now at the things a lot differently as you, to your point, than with the way you looked at it before they came in the picture. Right, right. Because you know, the first learning style, really the second learning style, the first learning style is hearing when they're in the womb. When they're in the womb, they hear. 
right? That's why you speak to the belly, right. Dad. If, if you're an expecting dad, speak to the belly so that the child becomes familiar with your voice, right? So it's not yes. uncommon. It's, it becomes a point of a soothing, something that soothes them. But um, the second learning style, if they can see, if they're bo- uh, born with vision, the second learning style is observation. That's the, the that's right. That's, uh, and it's the, it's the most prevalent. As a matter of fact, observation will grow as you mature into discernment. You begin to see the outward, and, and then as you get older, you start to understand the inward, where it's coming yeah. from, not just what is said, what is not said, and all of it mm-hmm. in context, in spiritual context, in social context, in cultural context, in sociopolitical context. In 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 uh, in uh, physical context, you start to see how uh, 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 in, the, in the levels of maturity, you start to see how all these things formulate a picture of how they are communicating, what they are communicating, and why they're communicating. And you now know the best way to respond the, uh, after, after listening, after watching, after observing, uh-huh. after discerning. Now you can speak. But when it comes to anger, anger communicates and short circuits so much of your wisdom that the Bible says that the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. That in your wrath, in your anger, it short circuits in all sense of civility, all sense of love. If, if it's not working righteousness, it's not working love. Right. So at the core of, there's a reason why we call anger being mad, and we call mad being crazy. There's something unstable, or uh, there's an instability in anger. And we're going to get into that right after this message. Fly TV the home of on-demand talk shows, and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Furthering Father the Radio. Um, anger management. Dad, are you mad? Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Well, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you to the Ann Theodore, uh, uh, Theodore Foundation for their generous uh, contribution. Uh, we're so thankful. We want to say thank you to Carl Bovell, a generous contribution. Yes, yes, we want to thank those who contribute. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we're talking about anger management. We want to talk, we're talking about anger management. And, you know, Sometimes uh, anger spills over, and not only do the children mimic it, but they vie for attention. And sometimes in that competition for attention, sibling rivalries uh, come about. And we can go back to Cain and Abel. 
uh, um, but we want to say, we want to ask, what are some of the things that dads can put in place or institute in the family dynamic that can thwart or lessen the sustainability of sibling rivalries? Yes, they mm. model they, they watch us, they model us, but then it it gets ugly when they start buying for competition, for attention, for kudos, for top spots to be the best and the most blessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, sometimes sibling rivalries uh, uh, come about. But what are some things that we can put in place to thwart that, lessen the effectiveness, or shorten the duration of sibling rivalries? Go ahead, That's, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. I, I think right to come right out and say it is number one is you got to define the problem. Yes. If you don't recognize what's going on, how are you going to do anything about it? You know, yes. and you got to, again, you got to get your emotions out of the way for you to be yes. able to deal with this with clarity from a, from the perspective as a father and a mother, because you got to work as a team with this. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of this sometimes it's where you find your weak spot because, you right. know, we as parents have sometimes to yield more. Take example you have when you say civil robbery, nine times out of ten, you're dealing with the older and the younger. Why is mm. there robbery? Oh, the older has been there longer who received most of the attention before the younger got there. Now, right. all of a sudden, you as a parent are starting to focus, not leaving out the older, but you're focusing on the younger the same way you did the older. Right. What happens? The older develops a fear when they see you, they recognize what you did for them, you're doing for the younger one. So they right. begin to fear that you're no longer going to be as important to you as the younger one is. That develops right. a robbery. So that yeah. goes back to what I said before. Defining the problem. See, yes. it's not how yes. you feel about it, or your issue with is, or your issue with it. You got to define this problem. You got to come up with a plan. Yeah. You know, you got to look at this thing and look at what do I want to happen here. I want balance. Yes. I want my children to respect each other and love each other as one. So yes. you got to recognize the truth in there. The truth in there is like, oop, what did we make a mistake and do? Or which one of us was in? Like the old thing, you know, as we as that, you know, the saying goes, oh, yeah, they, them girls, they daddy's girls. Yes. Now, we know how true that is to us fathers who have, have daughters. With our sons, we want to be tough with them. But we want to pamper them girls. We're going to make sure that we, they get the world, they get the loving and the love. And the boys, we seem to forget that they also have emotions. Yes. And their emotions need to be, you know, tapped into on the level that you can with a male child so that they never, ever, ever, never not feel loved. Right. What is the problem with most of our young men today? They're missing what? The element of real love. Affection. Yes, that affection is extremely important for a young man at a young age. It helps to yes. teach him some stuff. Not only does it teach him to receive it, but it also teaches him how to give it. Yes. 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 And that is vital. That is vital. Yes. So what do we have to do once we define we have a problem? Well, we determine what we want the outcome to be, which we already know, and we come and sit yes. down as parents and recognize the truth of what's going on here and, and not point fingers or blame or do anything but work together as a team comes yes. in the midst of us constructing the process. Here yes. we go. There's the yes. word process. We got to go yes. through the process. We look at the yes. pros and the cons and commit to the process no matter how we have to do what we have to do. Whatever we have to sacrifice, wherever we have to grit our teeth, wherever we have to take it take ownership. You know, and we put together a plan and as we watch this thing unfold, we assess the progress of it to make sure that the outcome we're looking for is satisfaction, not just to us as parents, but to our children. Because yeah. well, well, we see the expectations. Yes, it's also set in yes. the expectations. 
You have to set Absolutely. the expectations not just by what you say, but how you do. So if the expectation yes. is peace, you see, there's a hierarchy. Order is important, but even Satan's group is orderly. So that cannot be the highest. Order cannot exactly. be the highest. The highest must be love. The highest must be go. honor and respect. Yes, so well, if that is absolutely. respected, there has to be a consequence for the lack. You also have to model it as the adults. Model peacemaking. Model grace. Model mercy. Model honor. Model mm. respect, because trust me, they're going to pick up, because we're formed in sin and shaped in iniquity, they're going to pick up the negatives, but you can oh, displace the negatives by displaying the positives. Let me say that again. Mm. You can displace, like when you play, put something heavy in a lot of water and cause the water to overflow, right? You, you can displace it because it's taking up the space that once was whatever it was, but now you're putting something bigger and heavier in that place, which forms, that forces what was there to leave, right? So you must display, displace negativity by displaying, consistently displaying honor, consistently displaying mm-hmm. peacemaking, problem-solving, anger yeah. management. Yes, anger management. management. You're able to handle the touchy subjects because you know the touchy subjects. You know how to, they know how to handle it because you're teaching them Mm -hmm. how to do it respectfully. You're teaching them how to do it lovingly. You're teaching them how to do it maturely. Listen, when a grown person displays tantrums, they control tantrums because they're mean, they're self-centered, but just because you're not either yelling or you are yelling, you're still, uh, uh, there's still a high level of immaturity in mean-spiritedness. So you're teaching that disrespect is one of the highest, the first triggers of just about every human being. Your dog gets upset when it gets disrespected. <laughs> Your cat gets upset when it gets disrespected. Uh, uh, um, so it's, it's one of the immediate triggers of, uh, of, of within the household. So mm-hmm. as the, the manager, those who are stewarded authority as parents, as leaders, you must display peacemaking, problem solving, de-escalating. Instead of fighting fire with fire, you don't fight hellfire with hellfire. You, You fight hellfire with the water of the word, which is the spirit. So you have to, you have to operate it with a cooling effect, a calming effect. You do not escalate. Revenge belongs to God and God alone. When you display the the urge to get revenge, you're teaching that to the dismay and the dysfunction of your family, especially the young ones, because you've normal you're normalizing it. It's what they Absolutely. see consistently that becomes part of their persona and behavior. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you handle touchy subjects that you know are sore spots for others? How do you t- how do you handle touchy subjects which are sore spots for others? You can start it off with an. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to say, you got to know who you're talking to what they've been through. So there there has to be the love enough to ask the questions, how are you? Actually Mm -hmm. wait for the answer and actually care about the answer. If you you constantly ask a question and the tone is that you really don't care, they're not going to tell you 
They're going to give mm-hmm. you this an answer, which means is okay, I'm all right, I'm fine, I'm doing well, it's okay, uh, um, good. You know, when you get those one-word answers, you know, especially teens, well, it's not even just teens, anybody who, who's uh, uh, going through something or perturbed, they, they, they're going to give mm-hmm. you the short, the, short, uh, the short answer. You have to take that into account to, to, to ask the quality questions to get to the heart. Because if you don't care, not caring becomes the lexicon, becomes the, the language. And the, and the emotional baggage that gets passed down as a generational curse from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. But you have to know their, their, their touchy spots, which means you have to have asked enough questions to know their history and not delve into why they failed in constantly bringing it up, because that's the language of the accuser. When somebody yes. says Diablo or diabolical and they're talking about Satan, call that because right. he is the accuser of the brethren. So it, to constantly accuse that mindset, that critical mindset is not godly. And when I say critical, not critical thinking, criticize, belittling, seeking to find fault solely. That is not of God. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's why you are to be quick to listen, slow to speak. Don't That's just like right. that little boy in that, that Christmas movie. He put his tongue on the frozen pole and got stuck. You can't uh-huh. put your mouth on everything. Some things are too cold for for you to put your mouth on, and some things are too hot for you to put your mouth on. You have to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And slow to wrath. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So uh, we get that back. So we're we're going to define. We're going to define anger, uh, uh, and we're going to go into some of these triggers. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll be right back. Let me find it. We'll be right back after this <laughs> message. I got it. <laughs> Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows, and so much more where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org, email us at info at furtheringfathering.org, or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free join the haven church globals e-service every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time for a word of encouragement on jeremy anthony maynard's facebook page and the jeremy maynard youtube page for more information visit havenchurchofny.org Let's get the conversation started. Yes, the brothers are back in the building, furthering fathering radio, anger management. Dad, are you mad? Be quick to, to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Yes, 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 yes. So we, 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 we have another caller on the line, and we're awesome. going to get into some, we're going to get into some, some of the, the, the triggers that um, people deal with. And... Um, uh, some of the common triggers. Common triggers are setups for upset. Sometimes they are instigators, right? So let, let's go through a few of them, and then we'll let, we'll let our, our caller in, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to our caller. So some common triggers. Number one is soul abrasions. Soul abrasions. In other words, irritations. Soul abrasions mm-hmm. or irritations. 
things that rub you the wrong way that you did not immediately recognize until they are repeated. Things that grate on you, like fingernails on a chalkboard, soul abrasions, or irritations. The next one is pet peeves, a.k.a. Mm. annoyances. Things that rub you the wrong way that you immediately recognize. With irritations, you don't immediately. It's after a while they start this. With annoyances and pet peeves, you've been through it before, and as soon as you see it, it rubs you the wrong way, you immediately recognize or have tolerance but no longer can bear it. So you have celebrations or irritations. You have pet peeves, which are annoyances. Next is the fuse of tough circumstances, a.k.a. stress which is the acronym Struggling to Reconcile Extremely Strenuous Situations. It's the weight of responsibility and expectations without the time or the resources to fulfill them. Let me say that again. It is the weight of responsibility and expectations without the time or resources to fulfill them. That is the source of stress, the fuse of tough circumstances. Yes. Next is personal frustrations, the external ones. This comes to you by way of devaluations by others, misinterpretations others, sometimes intentional misinterpretations and rejections based on how you are viewed or misunderstood. That's personal Mm. frustrations that are external. But then you have personal frustrations that are internal, that are difficulties that you've had on your own, failures and how you handle failure, embarrassment and how you handle embarrassment, a lack of achievement, or even accidents. Those things become internal frustrations, and that leads to the next one, memories. Memories can come in the form of grudges, resentments, bitterness, a.k.a. Unforgiven, unresolved hurt. Next, next is injustice. Injustice is a common trigger. It's a violation of your personhood, a false accusation, a difficulty undeserved being or being underserved, an injustice. And then there's the senseless tragedy or trauma. It is anger at situations and even at God, believe it or not, for a tragedy that we do not understand. And then the last one, which is common, and it shouldn't be, but it is, is abuse and abandonment. It's either spiritual, mental, emotional, or physical violation and and the threat that's associated with it. It's not just the violation. It's the constant threat. A violation. It, it, it can weigh on you. It can come physically. It can come verbally. It can come emotionally. So, so those are some common triggers. These are setups for upset, for upsets. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna talk to 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 to, to our uh, next caller. Um. Ninety thirty three. How are you doing today? Got, God bless you. Welcome to the Further Father Radio Hello? Show. Hello. Yeah, am I we on hear the you? phone? You're on the phone. Yes, sir. How you doing? You're on the air. <laughs> uh, who, 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 who is calling us? This voice sounds familiar. Oh, this this is Ja'Kai Boyd. Oh. <laughs> That's my, uh, <laughs> that is my nephew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, young man. How, how are you doing this, this today, brother boy? I'm blessed. Jakai, right? Woke up today. Yes, sir. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Now, now we went through a bunch of triggers just now. Um, have you ever had to deal with any of those, like um, irritation, that just tick you off, <laughs> or annoyances, or stress? Or frustration, or memory, or injustice. Yes, sir. 
Yes, yes. If 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 there's one that you don't mind sharing, that you know, always tell people to be guarded, guardedly transparent. Be wise in what you share. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there something that you think would bless the people um, of how you recognized it and how it benefits you now that you recognize it, so you know how to move away from it? Yes, sir. Uh, basically, the first thing you said, according to Scripture, you said, be slow to wrath. You know what I'm saying? So the Scripture say, anger lays in the bottom of a fool. You know what I'm saying? So yep. we had to be slow to anger because the Most High God, he's patient with us. And the fruits of the Spirit is love, peace, joy. So we had to display those fruits if we are followers of Christ. You know what I'm saying? So we can't be... Anger shouldn't rest in our spirit if we believe in the most high. We know that everything is in the hand. So we have to move yeah. with faith knowing that the things that we're going through right now won't last forever. So we have yeah. to persevere. So the scripture right. says those who endure to the end shall, shall be saved. So we have to endure all, all tribulation. And if you are of the Son of Man, the spirit of the most high God and the spirit of the only God, Son is with you, the world will hate you. Yeah. But that's a blessing. He said, "Is you're blessed when when men hate you, when the world hates you. So we have to know that we're not living for ourselves. You know what I'm we have to know that everything we're going through is a trial. It's a test because the only begotten son went through the same thing. He went through a trial. Yeah. He went through tests. He got tempted just like us. So the, the scriptures say the servant is not greater than the master. So when yeah. we take these trials, he said, he said, count it all joy. When you go through various trials, that means yeah. be happy, rejoice. When you're down, but I can't make ends meet. When you're thinking about where my next meal gonna come from, he tells us don't yeah. worry about what we're gonna eat, what we're gonna put on. So we have to disconnect right. our spirit and our mind from this world because this world yeah. is passing away, but the Most High God lives forever. So we have to decide: Are we gonna live for the Most High? Are we gonna live for this world that's gonna pass away, which is given into the hands of the wicked? The wicked people, yeah. the, the evil people, giving it to the hands of the devil. So everything right. that we see now is passed away, but your spirit lives forever. If you want right. it to live forever, so you have to make a decision now. Are you going to serve God or are you going to serve, serve Hashatan? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have to follow yeah. the Most High. We got to follow the Most High commandment. And that's what he says. Yeah. If you love me, keep my commandments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. we hope to yeah. die yeah. for our sins to fulfill the law. So that that means that the law is still standing today. That doesn't mean we shouldn't honor our parents. That doesn't mean we shouldn't keep the Sabbath day. That means do the opposite. That means follow what the Most High says because that's going to give you eternal life. The Most High God loves those that do His do His will. So I, I can keep going. I'm glad I'm in. I'm glad I'm on this phone. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you hit Uncle too. Ron sent this. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, yes, 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 yes. You know, we haven't defined anger because people, when you ask somebody what anger is, they're like, habada, 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 you know? We know we feel it, but but Mm. when somebody asks you to define it, it, it's kind of difficult, right? So let's let's, kind of pin it down because that's the source of wisdom. When you have a a deeper understanding of something, you know how to handle it, right? Um, So what is is anger? It's a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Anger is is by design, by Yah, by God, as a defense mechanism against threats, just like the growling and showing of teeth of some of God's other creatures. Both predators and prey growl when they are sensed threats. So anger is what we call a defense mechanism. It is designed for fight or flight. It is an inner programming that causes us to, 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 to deal with a fight or flight when we come up to a threat. So uh, now because we are given a free will, we are not subject to our emotions. In other words, anger is not your boss. Anger is an employee 
or a servant. Uh, um, it, 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 just because we're have, we have memories and we have discernment and desires and intelligence, anger can either be a tool or a weapon. So we have to decide whether we're going to address, which is fight, and you fight the, with the good fight of faith. You fight with your weapons that are not carnal but mighty through God. So you're fighting. Sometimes it might be physical <laughs> to, 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 to pull, push back a threat. But you have to decide whether you're going to fight or you're going to walk away, right? You're going to mm-hmm. – flight means to move away from the danger. So anger is exactly. not a force or a master. The anger makes excuses for revenge when revenge does not belong to us. Revenge yes, belongs to God and God and Yah alone. So it's not a boss. It is an employee or a servant. It is not a dictator. It is an informant. And what it's telling you is important decision has to be made. That's why, and it's mm-hmm. usually more immediate. So you get upset or you get angry, it's not an excuse to do evil. Mm. It is an informant that has come and told you that an important decision must be made. And if you make the decision in love and wisdom, you're making the right decision. If you make the decision uh, uh, with, to, to immediately secure and create safety, you are making the right decision, right? So, so um, anger is not a boss. And too much in, in uh, Jerry Springer and all these other things that incite, even when we were kids, mm-hmm. fight, fight, mm-hmm. fight, fight, fight. They weren't going to fight until everybody started saying it, you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, instigating uh. Um uh, 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 um, to justify, to justify the action. And mm-hmm. as men, as men, that is not testosterone-led. No, it's not. It's not testosterone-led. No, yes. Yes. It's Think about it now, Jeremy. <laughs> That's right. Think about it now. What's yep. the key here that we're looking at? The one word that most people never look at and relate with anger, it's misunderstanding. Yes. There's a misunderstanding yes. among these people because what? It's created conflict. But that conflict yes. does what? It begins to resolve when the reason for the conflict mm-hmm. disappears. Because the conflict mm-hmm. is a result of misunderstanding. If the people who are having this issue take the mm-hmm. time to lay you out they're going to come mm-hmm. to an understanding that, one, this was foolish because yeah. it was based mm-hmm. on something that did not require us to, to to operate the way we're operating right now. Because there's different types of conflict. We have to look at and see where it comes from. you got what? Relationship conflict. you got conflict of interest. you got territorial. you got process conflict. you got loyalty conflict. you even got what's yeah. called unconscious where we act in something that don't make no sense at all. At the end of the day, everybody looks at it and says, that was stupid. <laughs> you know, you got conflict. Then we have what we know religious and belief conflict, and then you got need conflict. But at the end yes. of the day, it all comes out to one thing. It's a misunderstanding of some type. And in order to process what has happened, you need to get to the very core to find out where did this come from. Yes, yes, and we have and to go to a break. We have to go to a break, yeah. and we will be right back. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, 
encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. The brothers are back in the building. Anger management. Dad, are you mad? Be quick to listen. Slow to speak and slow to wrath. This is Further and Fathering Radio. And we have another guest. I want to open it up. Guy, Jazzy Rainey, how you doing, my brother? You, are you there, guys? I'm, I'm here. I have oh, my you... phone on me. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay, What's okay. up, guy? Hey, how you doing, brother? How you doing? Hello, my brother. Okay. Good, yes, Good. yes, yes. So we're talking about anger management. And um, we were talking about triggers. And uh, triggers being... You know, anger. We say anger is a flight or flight response given to us by God, uh, uh, and we because we live in a cause and effect universe. Anger is an effect that has a cause. Knowing the right. cause of your anger, aka your triggers and the triggers of others, will help you to be the one that maintains peace, break up fights before they occur, especially the fights in which you may potentially be a combatant. Some triggers are built up quickly, and some are built up over time. But the ultimate trigger is dishonor, either a direct personal dishonor or the dishonor of an ideal by another person or a circumstance. Mm. Either way, dishonor triggers anger. So, 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 uh, guy, I know you as a as a life coach, uh, you and you haven't gone through some things in life. Um, know about triggers and the response right. to triggers. Um, right. Can you tell our listening order, audience, the, the, those furthering fathers, those fathers who are trying to go further, um, can you tell our listening audience um, some best practices when dealing with your triggers or even dealing with the triggers of someone else? Right. Well, I, I would say, well, well, first of all, you had said something earlier that was very interesting. You said that uh, we're not led by testosterone, which is, you know, very interesting because, you know, we we are led by our emotional needs. <laughs> so yeah. that's, you know, testosterone um, plays a important part in our lives. We think that that's what leads us, but it's, it's not, no. you know. So that was very, you know, yeah, that was, that was very on point that, that you Thank made you. that point because you know we're we're led by our emotions you know our uh, basic needs actually and our basic our basic human we have there are six basic human needs and there's a reason why and there's only six reasons why we do what we do and uh out of those six two of them be, uh or we are driven by those and uh when you break them down you, you have a, a greater understanding of why we do what we do and uh and, and what comes with those triggers. And and most of the time what comes with those triggers is, is what we uh experience in our past, what trauma that, that we yeah. uh in um engaged in from our mainly from our childhood. It it'd be from yeah. our childhood, our adolescence, or even even from the time we're we're toddlers, you know, you know, babies only have two two fears that they, they fear is that, you know, Falling and being alone, but you yeah. know the other the other fears come from our experiences, you know. So yeah. uh, what trigger us is, is is what relate to our experience. So if um, the one thing about anger and, and control it, as you say, anger management 
the 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 thing about that is that you have to uh uh you have to uh how can I put it you have to uh devalue de- your ego. If you devalue mm-hmm. your ego, you can control mm-hmm. your anger much better mm-hmm. because yeah. we kind of think it is testosterone that's leading us to, to rage out and things like that, but it's really not. It's what triggered our past that really yeah. mm-hmm. brings rage. And so it's what is leading us or what is, or what is you know, that dominant emotion that, that leads us to do what we do. And like I said, we're driven by it too. So, so let me just break down the six. I, I, I spoke on it before on the show. So I just want to break yeah. for those that so they uh, understand what I'm saying. So uh, the six basic needs, basic human, human needs that we have is, is from our emotional state. So one is, is um, certainty. So certainty, anything can actually be certainty for us. Certainty could be your belief in God. Um, being married, um, having the, the job, having you know job security, um, um, education, mm-hmm. any of those things can be certainty to us. Okay. Uh, the the second one is um, is is, is um is a well, uncertainty, right? But but uh, uh, it, it's called variety. So it's because yeah. we you know variety and variety is as we know it's the spice of life. So we it's that uncertainty. And then the yeah. the the next one is significance. You know, saying that's mm-hmm. where you you want to be seen, heard, and and uh, recognized. And that's a yeah. That's a natural uh, yeah. uh, need of ours. You know, that's why we paint out here or color out here or get tattoos or you know uh, take pictures or anything like that. That's 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 the uh, significance, and the fourth one is connection. And connection uh, is well, is attached to love, so it's connection and yeah. love. So we we have a need for that, and uh, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a fear that comes with that, you know, because of our triggers, and so and and uh, five and six are our deepest spiritual needs, and that that is growth and contribution. So growth is you must grow. Or you die. You have to grow physically, emotionally, mentally. If you don't grow, you die, just like a tree. If it doesn't grow, it dies. And right. contribution mm-hmm. is that we have a need to share. We must share. That's mm-hmm. why you see so much that go on with uh late wait people. You know, we always talk about young people tell all their business on social media. That's because they have a need to share because it's a it's a spiritual need to share. That's yeah. why when. When we deal with, they say taking pictures of food gets more con- get more contact exposure than anything because food is related to our culture, and so it's it's very spiritual to us. You know what I'm saying? So, so when people show their food, their meals, we can connect with it because it, it takes us back to that that home or, or you know that family life, whatever you know, saying that triggers that that contribution of 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 of, of being whole. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Driven by two of the, the the first four that I mentioned are are our um they like I said they're uh, um our surface needs and we're driven by two of those four. So if you're driven by say significance and certainty, you know what I'm saying you, you know what I'm saying that's how you're gonna act when you're dealing with anyone or anybody. You know what I'm saying you you want to have that that sense of security and at the same time you want to be recognized. So you, you're gonna it's gonna drive you in that direction. And it's things yeah. that that's been uh, uh um uh things that's been maybe disappointing in your life or things that's been violent in your life. Things that have been you know what I'm saying you reflect on those things and you act upon it. Just the same. Yeah. So it's just like growing up. They some of us grew up with two parents. Some of us grew up with one parent. That that missing parent just much the significance on your emotional needs than that parent that was there. Because right, you, absolutely. You, you right because you strive and you, you you strive for that need of that parent. So even that absentee quote unquote father or mother, you still will have that need from from their absence. And you will seek it out, and sometimes you'll find yourself doing things that is unrecognizable, but it's because yes. you are triggered from that missing piece of your puzzle. But that's part of what it is. anger drive. You know, saying you get that anger 
feeling is it's, it's part of the emotions and not so much of a chemical of a testosterone from a man or, or, or something like that. The reason why women handle their emotions seems to be better than men is because the yes, culture and the culture of a woman tells a woman that it's okay to show your emotions. A man is told it's not okay to show, to show your emotions. It's okay for you to demonstrate your emotions. So it's a different right, right, so right. your emotions and demonstrating your emotions is two different categories. So men are right, right. told you demonstrate your emotions, and women are told you can show your emotions. So what happens is that's powerful. A lot of times that's powerful. We, that's powerful. Right, mm-hmm. Show our emotions as we bottled it up because we yep, so, because, because we we um we compartmentalize. Women plug right. in and plug out. And that's right. And that's they're networked. The, they they're they're in, internetworked, <laughs> and right. we are compartmentalized. We like to do one thing at a time. They multitask. Right. Exactly. Right. So, but but um, we're, we're going to get ready to close soon, and um, there are some other triggers that are internal ugly triggers. They're whack excuses, and right. uh, the, uh, just to give a, a couple of them briefly. There's pride and arrogance, the internal mm-hmm. uh, spirit deep superiority complex that uses everything and anyone to get what they want, the motivation of bullying. There's the judgmental and critical spirit, the consistently searching for and finding fault, everyone else's mm-hmm. personal prosecutor. Then there's the mm-hmm. covetous, envy, and jealousy. Uh, uh, ugly trigger. It's warped desires and twisted comparisons of others and negative interpretations of success, accomplishments, relationships, and the belongings of others. Then there's another one that we used to call spoiled, but now it's called entitlement. It's living like God and everyone else owes you. It's impatience. We prayed about patience this morning. Impatience based on being blind and not appreciating the process. There's also inconsideration and short-sightedness, and that's not taking into account the perspective and the experiences of others. And here's a big one, unforgiveness, which is the root of bitterness. Yeah. It escalates what could be reconciled. Instead of healing, it creates more injury and pain for all those involved. And then there are the ism-schisms, as Barb Marley says, Racism, uh, uh, classism, anti-disestablishmentarianism, nationalism, legalism, overzealousness, all those isms and schisms uh, also become internal whack excuses to do wrong. The right, the, 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 what is needed, to, uh, uh, we all need these, is accountability relationships, a strong yes. spiritual life, and the desire to change without excuses and using humility to help in these areas. We need a network of relationships to hold us accountable. So this is Further and Fathering, and we're, we're, we're knee-deep talking about anger and the triggers. So, Dad, so Dad, in your spiritual mirror, to see what your triggers are, what triggers you are, and how to, to offset those triggers. Your children are watching you. You demonstrate peacemaking and problem solving, and you, and you see that your children will maturely handle the issues that come in their life. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this time. But you told us to be angry, but sin not. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for how you've designed us. Did you put a warning signal in us? You put a fight or flight mechanism in us not to be our bosses but to be our informants so that we know important decisions must be made. So we ask you, Lord, to bless us, Lord, to make the wisest, the best, the most faithful, the most loving, faithful to you and faithful to others, loyal to you and loyal to others, loyal to ourselves as we love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and love our neighbors as ourselves as we understand what is love and we move forward in it. We thank you in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach as we operate in our five core principles 
which formed the word heart, H-E-A-R-T, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. We thank you in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Until next amen. week, we love you. Amen. Uh, amen. Love you, brothers. Love you, brothers. Love you too. Love you.